What more can one say? This is game seven. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. This is our second episode of the Little Hockey Podcast. As always, my name is Keegan, and I have my brother here. Hey, I'm Jordan. Uh, we're two brothers. We live in the city of Ottawa. We are on the opposite sides of the Battle of Ontario between the Ottawa Senators and the Toronto Maple Leafs. And we set up this podcast during the 2020 pandemic, and we are here to entertain and keep ourselves from dying of boredom. Yes, absolutely. How are you doing with not uh, dying from boredom? Well, I mean, dying from boredom is pretty hard when you sleep for 13 hours a night. So that's how I've been handling it. Yeah, I've tried to keep my sleep schedule pretty normal. So I'm still waking up at like 630 every day. But um, screw that. (laughs) Well, the dog has to get walked. So yeah, you have a reason to wake up. I have exactly. And um yeah, it's just been a lot of like Netflix and video games for the last, uh, I counted, 40 days. It's nuts. <sighs> That's freaking wild. We'll get into what we've been doing and how we've been handling everything later in the show. For now, we'd just like to say, as always, follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at LittleHockeyPod. It's nice and easy. No underscores, no hyphens, no nothing. And we've got a short show today, so we're just going to jump right into it. For, for today, we're going to talk about our top five moments of our favorite teams as fans. Uh, these moments are more so for just what made us fans of our teams or what strengthened our fandom for these teams. So how we're going to do it is we're each going to start with our number five, four, three, two, one. So you'll get both of our lists at once, and we'll try to cover this uh, nice and efficiently. So Jordan, I'm going to ask you to start with your uh, number five moment as a Leafs fan. My number five is game three from the 2000 uh, quarterfinals versus Ottawa. Uh, I was at this game with our dad, and this is the game where Curtis Joseph tackles Mick Magoo in the corner. Oh, the ref? Yeah. Um, so what happened there was there, there was a lot of frantic play in the Leafs' end late in the uh, – or, or I believe it was the third period of the game. And um, what ends up happening is Daniel Alfredson's skate winds up getting in between Curtis Joseph's skate and the, the post. And Rob Zaminer takes a shot and scores. And Cujo gets pissed. He's so mad. He's throwing his equipment everywhere. And he storms directly at the referee, Mick Magoo. And he slips and falls and takes Magoo's feet out. And then they just fall on top of each other in the corner. And I just remember the, the atmosphere in the building was nuts it was like it, it it wasn't like anything I've ever seen heard or felt before it, it was crazy and I remember being like I I would have been nine years old at that game and I I can still feel the rage and <laughs> having no way to express it like nine years old I I don't know how many curse words I knew but like now I I would have just been unleashing a stream of f-bombs and all kinds of stuff 
But at that point, I was just standing there about to spontaneously combust from rage. Uh, the Leafs ended up losing that game. Woo. And it, it, it's just, um, you know, it, it, it sets the stage for a long, long period of me going to Leafs games and not having any success. <laughs> like the, the team not winning when I am there, basically. Yeah, the, to me, that sounds like it was your first taste of playoff hockey. Uh, that was probably one of my first playoff games. Yeah. Yeah. That, and as everyone knows, playoff hockey is leagues different from season hockey. So it makes sense that that have such an impact, especially a game as crazy as that one. Oh yeah, for sure. So yeah. Uh, what's, what's your number five? Uh, for me, uh, you'll kind of notice mine almost go in chronological order. Um, mm-hmm. For me, number five is Alfredson's series winning goal against Buffalo. Uh, I mentioned this in our first episode. Uh, you, me, and our mom were standing outside of what was then the Scotiabank Arena. We were watching this game up on the Jumbotron, and I had no idea what was going on. I don't remember that game at all, but I remember the goal. Hmm. That's it. Because I remember um, standing next to you guys, looking up, watching Alvinson score, and me at first just being like, oh, cool, yeah, we won. And then everyone, because there was a huge crowd there, just erupting. Like it was like that was our Stanley Cup, and we were going to the Stanley Cup final. So that had a big impact on me because obviously at that time I was, I was nine as well, actually, funnily enough. Um, and it was just, it's the first memory I have of a meaningful hockey game. I wasn't really following the Sens. Like that was the Heatley 50, one of the Heatley 50 goal seasons, and I don't remember a single goal he took he got right. so just that goal specifically you know uh, similar to you and introduced me to playoff hockey and introduced me to meaningful games and feeling uh what it's like to have thousands of people come together and cheer for the same thing yeah and that, that's a good one because i i think that would be on pretty much every sense fans list as long as they're you know around 20 years old yeah they'll, they'll still remember that um awesome so uh my number four is the Matthews draft lottery. Oh. So that that was the uh yeah, the 2016 season where the Leafs were just you know, we they were at the they were in the basement of the league. It was still actually a really enjoyable season because there were no that was expectations. Babcock's first year, right? And the team Yeah, and the team was actually like pretty fun to watch even though they were losing. So it it was nice and then the uh you know, getting the opportunity to draft Austin Matthews first overall was going to be amazing. And, but with the lottery system, you're not guaranteed the first pick. Uh, And, you know, just a lifetime of being a Leafs fan kind of got me into the mentality of, yeah, we finished last for no reason. We're, we're the Leafs. We're not going to get the first overall pick. Somebody else is going to jump ahead of us and take it. And then we're going to like worst case scenario was that we would drop like a couple spots or something. And then we would, uh, you get Jesse Puy RV. We, yeah. We, we wouldn't even, yeah. Get second pick. We would get somebody even lower than that. So it, it was, uh, I, I went into the draft lottery thinking that the Leafs just weren't going to get it. And then we did. And it was, it was amazing. And that was also the same, the same night that they, unlo- um, they uh, revealed their the new logo, which I love. I love the new logo. So that was just a, a wicked, wicked. I'm going to have something very similar to that later on my list. Um, yeah. But for me, number four, uh, funnily enough, this is a moment that I look back on very fondly in hindsight, because at the time I was pissed. 
and that was drafting Brady Kachuk. I wanted Zadina so bad because he was all I ever heard about. I heard about Dolan's going one, Sveshnikov is two, Zadina has to be three. And the idea that Ottawa might be able to get him because Montreal, who drafted Kakiami third overall, was said and ultimately proven correct that they were going to get a center. And it's like, well, Zadina's a winger. This is great. Ottawa's going to get a high-scoring winger that will replace Hoffman down the line. And when they drafted Brady Kachuk, I honestly went, who the fuck is this guy? I had not heard of him because I wasn't following prospects. That was the year after our playoff run, so I was just pissed off that we were um, not in the playoffs again. But now that I've – now that, it, one, I've seen Kachuk play, and two, he's my favorite player now, so obviously I look back on that fondly, and I laugh about it because I ran upstairs yelling and complaining that we didn't get Zadina, like a little child throwing a tantrum. Yeah, I, I remember that uh, that draft. All, so many people that I was – that I follow online were like on Twitter and everything were saying like, yeah, uh, Philip Zadina is the guy that the senators should draft because he's a goal scorer. Brady Kachuk, you know, he, he didn't light up college. Nope. So it, it didn't seem like his, you know, uh, it, it didn't seem like he had goal scoring talent that was going to translate to the NHL, but and then he became a 20 goal scorer st- first year. Yeah, exactly. And we can talk about whether or not that, that, he's going to be able to keep that up every single season, but he does bring a lot of other things that if he's not scoring 20 goals every season, he's still going to be doing a lot of extra things that are very beneficial to him. And that's why I love it because a skilled player like Zadina is available in every single draft. Brady Kachuk's certain skill set is very rare. Well, yeah, goals are always hard to find. Goals are the most important thing that you can find. But also if you can find somebody that can score goals and do a bunch of other things, like that's, that's the complete package, and that's that's something that you should really value. And I, I think a lot of people undervalued Brady Kachuk going into that draft, myself included. Myself included as well. But, hey, it was the first draft I ever watched, and now I'm going to watch all of them, especially whenever the hell this <laughs> 2021 comes. But yeah. I'll get into that later. Um, I'll let you take your number three spot. So my number three spot, um, this is the 1999 Conference Finals versus the Buffalo Sabres. Um, it's kind of a weird choice. I don't think it would be up high on a lot of Leafs fans' uh, favorite moments or memories. For me, um, this was the season where I think my hockey fandom came or got to a whole different level. Um, this was Cujo's first year with the Leafs, I believe. And uh, they made the playoffs for the first time after missing a handful of seasons in a row. And we ended up getting to the conference finals. The Leafs beat Philly in the first round, Pittsburgh in the second round, and then came up against the Sabres in the finals. Like the, the Leafs were a fourth seed, and they played the Flyers in the first round, who were the fifth, and then the Penguins, who were eighth, followed by the, uh, the Sabres, who were seventh. So, you know, it, yeah, going into the second round, the Leafs were the highest-ranked team in the Eastern Conference at fourth place. Yeah, and then Dominic Hasek just did what he did and put the Buffalo Sabres on his back and dragged them into the Stanley cup finals. But um, I, I remember during this series, um, like our, our family used to have that uh, May long weekend barbecue every year. Right. And this was, this was the first time that I remembered our dad pulling 
like one of the old projection TVs out into the backyard and sticking some like uh, antenna on it so that the, the Leafs and Sabres game could be playing outside in the sun in our backyard while everybody was there. And I remember being so excited about that and, and the potential for the Leafs to go to the cup final. Uh, so that, that's one of my favorite memories or, or one of my top moments as a Leafs fan uh, because that, that, was, that was the first time that I tasted something close to success with the team, even though they lost. That's pretty fair. Like being the highest ranked seed in the playoffs in the, or for your conference in the conference final, like that's wild. It sucks that you ran into the best goalie of all time who was the best goalie of all time and beat you almost single-handedly, but that's understandable. Like for me, my third spot is the 2017 Ottawa playoff run. But for me, I can't really pick out one thing in that 2017 run because there was just so much that happened for Ottawa. You had Carlson uh, being the MVP of that playoff. I don't care who else says what. Carlson is Carlson is the main reason why Ottawa got out of the first round, let alone got to the conference finals. And he did it on half an ankle. One ankle was completely broken. The other one was half broken. It was fractured. That man was insane. His Broussard pass goal that he did against Boston, where he walked the line, fed it through all of Boston's players to wide open Broussard. Like Broussard, after he circles the net and jumps on him, uh, oh, Carlson yeah. had an interview after, and he's like, yeah, I had to fall because my ankles were broken, and if I tried to sustain that, it probably would have just hurt me more. Um, yeah. Uh, for, for me, the, the iconic the moment pass? of that playoff run is his Oh, my God, that was ridiculous. Like, that, that, that has to be one of the, like, the ten the most impressive goals The puck stayed flat the entire time it was in the air. It that, did not bounce when it got to Hoffman's stick, and he finished it with the fucking Forsberg. Like, it was just an unreal display of skill from both of them, beginning to end. It was amazing. Yeah. One of the best goals ever scored. Oh, my God. Um, it, it's just unreal. That, has, that, that, that goal has to be on, in every highlight pack for anyone that's trying to and convert that was someone to be a hockey fan. Un- that has to be That insane. That entire year was just magic. And Ottawa had no business making the playoffs, let alone making the conference finals, being one goal away from the cup. Or the cup final. But, uh, yeah, let's move on to our, our, our next picks here. Because we're just running out of time. So, yeah, my number two uh, moment as a Leafs fan is the 2017 Centennial Classic in Toronto that we all went to. Oh, yeah. Not only just because of the, the atmosphere there. Like, it, it was unreal to go to a, an outdoor game in Toronto, New Year's Day. That, it was incredible. Uh, but also, that was the first game that I've ever seen the Leafs win live. The first one? The first game that I've ever seen the Leafs win live, yeah, was 2017. And remember, I was, like I said earlier, I was at the game three in 2000. So, you know, seven, almost 17 years that I was going to Leafs games. And I had never seen them win up until, you know, just over three years ago. Jeez. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it, it was an incredible experience topped off by the fact that, yeah, that was the first time that I've ever seen the Leafs win a game. But, uh, all right, what's your number two? Uh, my number two is the entire 2019-2020 season. Okay. For me, this entire season has been a major highlight as a Sens fan. Because main reason for me, and you may roll your eyes or scoff, whatever, I don't care, is DJ Smith. 
Oh, okay, yeah. I love DJ Smith as a coach. I think his mentality of uh, skating hard and forechecking hard is perfect. It's the kind of hockey that I would like my team to play. Um, I think his ability to uh, talk and connect with the younger players is really good to establish early because that way when they get older, there'll be a little more respect between the two of them. And the fact that he's just – like he's he says all the right things and he he just tries he tries so hard to be a good coach and for the players to not only understand his uh his system but appreciate it and dedicate themselves to it and everyone has taken into it and that's why at the beginning of the season we weren't doing too bad we were winning more games than we should have it regressed later in the year which makes sense but I love DJ Smith. I think he's going to be a great coach. I think he's going to be a long-time coach for Ottawa. The team is the most fun it's been to watch for me in years. Everything is going right. And I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for it to collapse, but it hasn't yet, so I'm happy. Plus, we have two potentially top six picks in this upcoming stacked draft, and that all depends on what happens after the pandemic. But it, it just looks really, really bright in Ottawa, and I love it. Well, I'll, I'll give you a warning here as a Leafs fan that went through the same thing just a few years ago. Once some expectations are put on the team, a little bit of that fun and hope goes away as well. Oh, I'm <laughs> well aware. It's fun because we were expected everyone to do bad and we're exceeding our non-existent expectations. Yeah. Disappointment and um, I guess sorrow only comes when you don't meet expectations that are so high. Right, exactly. Which makes sense. But we're not at that point yet, so we. <laughs> well, yeah, and actually, on the topic of low expectations and uh, having them exceeded, so my my number one pick is uh, Matthew's first game. Oh, yeah, like fair. I, yeah, I don't think it's a surprise to you that that would be my number one pick. Um, like I said on our last episode, I think, or I've said it a bunch of times, this is the best hockey game that I've ever been to. Um, yeah, purely for the fact that. Um, there was so much hope going into it, so much excitement to see not just Matthews, but all of the Leafs young guys for the first time together. And then just to have that, just to have Matthews go off and absolutely light it up on his first night, score those four goals. And then to go and see him just unleash all of his skill and talent on the Senators that way in that first game was amazing. It was, I, I, I'll always say I don't care that the Leafs lost that game. It's the best one that I've ever been to. Go Kyle Turris. But my favorite moment as a Sens fan is the fire sale. Oh. Getting rid of everyone. Okay. So, like, the, the last yeah. couple seasons of getting rid of, uh, like, Carlson, Stone, Stone Hoffman. Hoffman, Carlson, Turris, Duchesne, Dezingle favorite moment as a sense fan because what happens when when problems just keep stacking up and stacking up what is the best way to solve it scorched earth get rid of it all completely just restart from scratch okay that is my favorite way to solve a problem is just anything that doesn't have the potential uh for future investments or future success get rid of it okay get rid of it look for the future, go through the shit that's going to be the short term so that in the long term, you're better for it. All right. Yeah. But that's really all we have for today. Uh, Like we said, it was just going to be a short show. Mm, For now, 
Oh, actually, uh, we got a very nice review on Apple. We Podcast did. Yeah, we here I'll, I've got it pulled up, so I'll just read it for us. We've we've got a five star review from Mod Nev on uh, Apple Podcasts. So thank you very much to Mod Nev, and it says, "Great podcast. If you're a hockey fan or want to learn more about hockey, I recommend this podcast. The hosts are funny, engaging, and most importantly, they know their stuff. Keep it up, guys." Thanks to Mod Nev for that review. Um, if everybody else, you know, if you're out there and you like the show, please rate and review us on Apple podcasts, because that's going to help other people find the show. Um, tell your friends about us. If you think that they'd like the show, um, like we said last time, we're still just doing this off of like earbuds and, you know, really low tech mics here. So if more people start listening to the show, then we can kind of justify upgrading our hardware a little bit. Um, and if there's anybody out there that has any tips, please let us know, but, uh, please rate and review us on Apple podcasts. It'll help other people find the show and on uh, Spotify, just subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, just try to do that every so often. <laughs> That'll drive us up the, uh, the charts on uh, Spotify. Uh, we really appreciate any and all support you guys can give us. Uh, again, we're just starting out small. We're just two brothers shooting shit. We thought it'd be fun. Um, as always, you can follow the hockey on Twitter and Instagram at LittleHockeyPod, the same handle for both. You can follow Jordan and I on Twitter as well. Uh, Jordan's handle is jsmall1771, and I'm lil underscore little 28. Um, uh, also, thank you, Sean Simpson, for liking uh, one of the podcast tweets. That was awesome. It was a retweet of his tweet, original tweet, but uh, thank you nonetheless. Yeah. All right, so All right. thanks everybody for listening. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. See you later, guys.